Yo fam, how we doing? Hey, want to touch base with you real quick before we get into the show about your health and your wellness and are you taking care of it? TulipTreeGardensCO.com. That is the place where I get my CBD for all of my health and wellness needs. I'm not joking one minute. I have sciatic problems. The inflammation issues have all been taken care of, my pain. And I'll tell you, I sleep better because of CBD. Are you trying it? I know a lot of people are skeptical, but I think it's worth it. Check them out. TulipTreeGardenCO.com. Support those that support the show because they have been here from the get. TulipTreeGardenCO.com. All right, now let's get in the show. Happy Hump Day, fam. How we doing? Great show today lined up. We got the Unpacked Podcast. Nick and Murph, the UK fellas. How in the hell do you become a Packer fan when you're from the UK? Well, we're going to find out. Check out their podcast. It's available now. Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, everywhere you find them. Just like us. Get it, share, subscribe. Asking about that time. Packers. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a fantastic show today because it only gets better. We uh, are coming off the piggyback of episode 100 with Johnny Vitti. Thanks, everybody, for listening to that. Then we hit 101 with Andy Herman, who I don't know if you guys are really uh, familiar with Andy Herman, but the guy is smooth, can seamlessly, Eric, go from subject to subject, Wisconsin sport to the Wisconsin sport. And listen, if the Bucks win, I, we're going to have to just beg him to come back on, you know? Bucks and six. You betcha, baby. You betcha. But now we're following that podcast up and all the fun we had with that one with two new gentlemen who are barging on to the podcast scene, breaking down Packer Podcast Net with the Unpacked Podcast from the UK. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Dan Murphy and Nick Fenders. Gentlemen. Yo. How we what doing? Is up? Really good, man. Thank you. Oh, God. Really, I'm really excited to be here, guys. Really excited. Really grateful for you to have us on. Thank oh, you. Oh, shoot, man. It's our pleasure because I'll tell you what, the uh, community that you're going to find out in the podcasting world, you got to just be as nice to people as you can. And you have to uh, in, in, enjoy the process of meeting new people because, man, the conversations we've had, uh, let's be clear, nobody's making any kind of money on this deal right now, right? I mean, there's a few, you know, our boy Andy Herman rolling in the money. I mean, this guy is just printing money. But listen, uh, we're just having fun, enjoying the conversations. And this is where the whole dynamic of everything gets really interesting because two guys from the UK who are Packer fans. Let's get there. Nick, start us off, man. How did you become a Packer fan? Um, this is a backwards, long way around story, man, to be honest. Um, years ago, I worked for a record store in England. And um, we had a guy come to work with us who hails from the great state of Tennessee. And he, um, he went to University of Tennessee with Peyton Manning. Mm. Um, and so he came over and we became buddies. And I was like, hey, why don't you come watch some football with me? And he came to my place and watched some, you know, soccer um, and fell, as fell asleep. He, he was totally bored. He had no interest at all. He didn't make it to halftime. And then so the deal breaker was that I go and watch some American football with him. So I went round to his house and obviously Peyton Manning was his buddy. He was at the Colts at the time. I went round to watch Colts Texans and I just fell in love with the sport instantly. Um, the Colts did nothing for me. So then I sat around looking for a team of my own. And obviously being quite impressed with the way that Peyton Manning 
played the game and what kind of quarterback he was. I went looking for my own quarterback in that style. Found number 12. And the rest is history. That was a decade ago. <laughs> it's been a ride since, to be honest. And we're still riding. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry you haven't been rewarded more with championships, but <laughs> that, that's a great story. It's all about the ride. It's all yeah. good. And, and yes, you're not sir. the only one who has ever voiced the opinion that, man, there's just not a whole lot in the Colts for me to like. I, I just... Uh, hmm. It's uh, kind of... Not a, a whole lot of dynamic, not a whole lot middle of... Middle of the road. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I wanted my own team. And then, yeah, so to start, find 12, he became my guy. And then everything that goes with the Packers in between Lombardi and the Ice Bowl and all the stories of the past just kind of fell into place. And yeah, here we are. Awesome, awesome. Now, Murph, bring us to the story. How in the world does does a UK fella run into the Green Bay Packers, decked out in a Packer hat, Packer vest? Let's roll. Um, okay, so um, my dad was always into um, NFL, is which is how the sport is commonly referred to in the UK, NFL. Uh-huh. Um, and it was always on on a Sunday in my in my at our house when I was growing up, and it was it was great. He was a he was a Washington fan. Um. And soon I decided, like, okay, I need my own team. This this Washington team is not for me. Um, I went around a different couple of different teams. Like, I think I like these guys. And um, and it, it got to about 2016, and I met a girl online. And she's from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Did you and, swipe right or what? Are you is that a uh, swipe, no. <laughs> swipe left? Or is that a, I, it wasn't quite. I don't, uh, I don't know what that one is yet. <laughs> It was something like that. Not quite that, but I'm willing to roll with that. Um, yes. Okay. So, um, so I meet Nicole, and I at this point I'm sort of falling out of love with the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, easy yeah. to do, right? Um, yeah. And uh, so I head over to Milwaukee, and I see the absolute adoration and love that these people have for this team. And I'm like, wow, okay, that, that it kind of it did blow my mind. Like there is just green and gold everywhere. And um, just the, the people of Wisconsin as well just kind of blew me away with how nice it was and how the Packers really sort of symbolized that. And I came back a bit a begrudging, but deep down I knew that I was a Packers fan from that day. And um, yeah, now I'm on a, now I have a Packers podcast. <laughs> no shame in that no shame now eric how does that relate to your story of becoming a green bay packer fan well it's sort of your your if you're from wisconsin as you pointed out um, it's sort of in your genes i will make a comment on wisconsin nice uh which is he was sort of hinting around there so so gentlemen uh sunday evening i went to a, just after dinner i went to my favorite spot to get an ice cream cone and lost my wallet and so yesterday I searched everywhere it could possibly be, couldn't find it, wound up canceling my credit cards, blah, blah, blah. Had some work to do in the office this morning. I'm driving out and at the end of my driveway, I live in sort of a very rural area, but on the end of my driveway, here's my, my wallet propped up on end. Minus the credit cards, but I did. <laughs> I did get my ID and my Sam's Club card and my my yeah. medical insurance card and my COVID vaccine and all yeah, those. hey, 
So it's a, it's a bit of a hit and miss, but I'll take it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's almost heartwarming. Almost. <laughs> almost <yeah. laughs> Too close. <laughs> Shit, that's funny. What a story. All right, all right, now, you guys are Packers fans. I mean, Dan, Nick, how do you guys meet? How long have you known each other? I mean, is this uh, something is... that you guys clash in heads at, at, a, at a Packer bar one day, and you're like, whoa. No, because me and Dan live 250 miles apart. Right. Um, I live in Plymouth in Devon, right on the English south coast, and Dan lives in Wales. Um, so we met online. And the Unpacked podcast was kind of the birth of two things. I did a radio show, like a local community radio show in Plymouth. Um, a buddy of mine runs the station and he, he saw that I was into the NFL and that there's a growing community in the UK and asked me to come do a show. And I did for a bit before life and the time slot got in the way of stuff. Yeah. Dan had his own podcast with a couple of friends of his doing um, football, baseball, basketball, hockey, and it, yeah. and it fell apart. And we both kind of like lost the thing we were doing at the same time and it became born out of that like we'd, we'd met each other on um facebook groups anyway but um yeah we just both happened to be like at a loose end together and unpacked was born that's that's awesome i got, a, qu ashes. I, I got a question for both of you when you, you sure. relate to the adoration that the state of wisconsin has for the green bay packers you guys just got done unfortunately uh, didn't pull out a win in the euro but is 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 the difference? I mean, is it is that very similar to um, the way that you folks look at your national team? Um, we got to clarify before we answer that that, that um, yeah, England lost to Italy, but Dan is Welsh, so was very much cheering for Italy, and my family are Irish, so I was also very much cheering for Italy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that 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 actually answers the question <laughs> pretty concisely. But as far as like adoration for national teams go, um. Wales were in this in the same tournament, but they got knocked out uh, quite a bit earlier on than England. Um, but yeah, when Wales play football, uh, how do I say this? Like football isn't historically the national sport in Wales. I'm talking about soccer. Sorry, when Wales play soccer, yeah. I try try and discern. Sorry, um, rugby is the big sport in Wales, right? And on a rugby, uh, like when Wales play rugby, the capital city Cardiff, you cannot get into a bar. Like there is red. It's just a sea of red. Red is the jerseys we wear. It's absolutely insane. But soccer is getting there now. Soccer is getting more and more noticed, and I love that because, yeah, it's just it's just so cool to see. But yeah, um, it's it's very similar. The way Welsh people feel about feel towards their sport is incredibly similar to what I saw when I first set foot in Milwaukee. Yeah, for sure. It's interesting the the feelings that most Americans have towards soccer when it is the most popular sport in the world. But, you know, my opinion changed just strictly from coaching my son. You know, I mean, I used to okay. coaching my son when, when, when he was five years old and he's 13 now. But uh, you love the game then. You understand the nuance of it a little more. I don't know if anybody – I don't have a lot of friends strictly that watch anything but the World Cup um, just because of the, the, yeah, yeah. the weight of it all. I actually um, I follow um, the Columbus crew a little bit <laughs> just because um, there's no team in Wisconsin, right? And I can't support no. the Chicago team. No. And Columbus crew, they're a really cool team, actually. Yeah, they, are, yeah. they, they saved their team from being, like, uh, pushed out of town and stuff. So, yeah, um, it's actually really cool to see such a, a big support for soccer in, in a city yeah. in the U.S., actually. Yeah, it is really yeah. cool. 
It's crazy because that's where I raised my kids. We just moved to Philadelphia last oh, wow. year, oh, and I grew cool. and, and and we uh, we got married in Columbus. Eric was at the wedding in Columbus, Ohio, but the Columbus crew in Ohio is something you, you I had never experienced. It's as, it's as close to what you would see uh, over there with the rowdiness because there are every corner of that stadium is. They they come out of somewhere. You know, there's, <laughs> there's so many soccer leagues in Columbus. Number one for kids, but the fans come out like crazy. And let me just tell you, just to mention, the new stadium in Columbus to save the team to put that stadium together right there. It's it's an unbelievable stadium, and it's uh, it's just going to be great there because you have the Ohio State Buckeyes who run that town. You know, yeah. to have a small uh, you know it's a smaller sport. Um, but to have it just as vibrant, it's, it's fantastic in that city. You know, and just to date his wedding, I can do this in terms of <laughs> great, outstanding, can't-be-forgotten, memorable Green Bay Packer plays. We, we, get, <laughs> we get there on Thursday night, and we go to this bar. It's Thursday night football. Green Bay, Pittsburgh Steelers, 4th and 43, and the Packers go for it, and Tommy Tattoo takes it all the way in for the touchdown. All the way in. Most beautiful. One of the most ridiculous. You've uh, never seen scores. that play since. Yeah. <laughs> you got to look it up. It's just ridiculous. Absolutely. What a memory to tie you to such a great occasion. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, two great occasions, right? Absolutely. There was a, yeah, absolutely. There, there, there was a wedding in addition to the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> That was fun. That was fun. Hey, not to mention, uh, you know, a former Packer, but uh, I listened to the – you guys were on uh, – I, I forget the name of the other gentleman's podcast, but Jared Bush, you guys had an opportunity to sit down. Yeah. Seven episodes in, Boomer. They're already talking to Jared Bush. What the hell are we doing wrong here? I don't know, but we love Jared Bush. Jared Damn Bush it. was a – Jared was Bush awesome. was an awesome Packer player. Goodness. I mean, yeah. we, we, we loved him. But you guys, talk to us about that interview, man, because he I, he started from get and went to go, man. It was great. It was a, yeah, it was um, a month. Sorry, sorry, Dan. It was a month. Ahead, I'll, I'll let you tell the story. But just to say, it was a month ago now, and it still hasn't sunk in. It was <laughs> the, the, just the strangest thing ever. Really bizarre. Go on, Dan, you tell a story, man. So basically, I, I knew um, – Dylan, whose name is the guy who, yes. who had the interview. Um, I knew him. I've known him for a, a long while, and he started doing these videos with this. Uh, they 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 um they sort of buy and sell uh, cards, you know. Mm -hmm. um, trading cards. Trading cards. That's yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and um, yeah, just out of nowhere, he messaged me. He was like, "Oh, I might be uh, interviewing Jared Bush soon." Jared Bush and. Um, <laughs> So I'm like, he's like, do you want to come on? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> really? Like, of course. And then it gets to the day of, which I didn't know it was the day of till he messaged me that morning. And was like, hey, we're interviewing Jared Bush tonight. Like, okay. <laughs> then like three hours beforehand, he's like, oh, someone's dropped out. Does Nick want to come and do it too? <laughs> and... Man, what an experience. Like, what an experience to talk to that guy, like, yeah. to, to interview a, a Super Bowl champion. And... Such a, like, he's so, it's like, we have an expression over here, like, he's salt of the earth, like, so down to earth and real. Yeah. And yeah. just what you see is what you get. It was yeah. so refreshing. Yeah. No ego to the guy at all. Wasn't it interesting that just from the start, 
all you t- all he talked about, all you got from him in everything that he was talking about was if you're not 100% committed and working your ass off and taking care of you, you know you're nothing. We don't have we don't have the we don't have the mental capacity as us four guys right here to understand yeah. what goes on in a professional athlete's daily life to the diet. Dude, I just ate, I don't know, <laughs> six handfuls of peanut M&Ms, <laughs> you know? I, like, th- these, these are not the kind of choices that professional athletes make, you know? And, no, uh, for I, sure. I, I, I mean, that kind of stuff is inspiring because, you know, he came from Utah State. This is yeah. a big Yeah, he said, yeah. And you just got to grind. He was, he was so um, – we asked him about um, picking off Ben in the Super Bowl – and his his face lit up and it's just kind of like i think me and murph got the real realization at that point that he'd gone from being a kid and playing peewee football to playing football at his school to playing football at his college to being going to the nfl to that point where he picks off ben roethlisberger in a super bowl with the eyes of the world watching him and thinks for that moment, he was the king of the world. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine Absolutely. that feeling. Yeah. And all the sacrifices and things he made, like you say, about the diet and the exercise and getting up early for training, all that. Like, for that one moment, man, can you? I can't even comprehend it. Oh, oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Well, congratulations on being a part of that interview. Let's give that guy a shout out, though. What's it, What was his name? Because he had fantastic graphics on his YouTube as well. Uh, kids uh, over there in, in the UK, what is his name? Give him a shout that out. That is uh, Dylan, and it's Tailgate Traders is the, um, Tailgate the YouTube Traders. channel. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Go, sure. go check him out. Go check that uh, interview out with Jared Bush because, man, oh, man. Super Bowl champion interview under your first 10. I'm telling you, Eric, we got to pay somebody. We need to find somebody to book this show. We need to come up with some money. We need a Patreon to help fund (laughs) our guests. Hey, let's get into this Packers uh, year right now because, I mean, preseason is around the corner, guys. I'm fired up. Uh, Do you guys have any problems viewing preseason games over there? You guys get it online? How do you you go about that? Yeah. I've literally forgotten what it's called, Nick. Game Pass. Game Pass, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Which, which I, my understanding is that's the same way you guys watch it. We, we just pay for the, the, the network. Yeah. 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 I awesome. get mine free. I live in Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And now I get to see the Eagles in preseason, which is going to be <laughs> super exciting. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the fans around here, uh, they, they, they knew within the first 30 days exactly what they were dealing with. Every day I mowed the lawn, I had Packers something on. The Packers flag is out there on Sundays. They yes. know who moved into their neighborhood. But uh, this team this year I'm pretty excited about. And I'm more excited about defense than I am offense. And the more that I look into yeah. it, I can't help but think a few more possessions for Aaron Rodgers. It just all, it all works out for us. How are you guys feeling about this team? Uh, yeah, very excited. And as you say, um, defense, I think uh, we've spoken a lot about defense. And yeah. It's, I, I try not to have a favorite side of the ball, but I just love watching the absolute chess game that is defense. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm very excited about defense. I think um, Eric Stokes is a huge pickup. 
and the first round of the draft um, to kind of secure secure the corners with um, yeah. the best player on the roster right now, Jair Alexander. Um, um, yeah, incredibly excited, as you say. I am excited to see... Do you know what I'm excited to see most this year? I'm excited to see not last season's Preston Smith, but the Preston Smith from the year before. Mm. And I think with, with Petting gone... I'm hoping the defense is going to be a little bit more aggressive, and we and he, they set Preston back chasing quarterbacks rather than guarding tight ends and the stuff that he was doing last year, yeah. and chuck Rashawn Gary into that mix as well. You guys must have seen the pictures of Rashawn Gary in the off season. That boy I looks follow, hench now. I follow him on Instagram. His workouts are ridiculous. For he looks ready to go. Yeah, yeah. The last yeah. eight games last year, he was uh, he was number one. There's no reason he's not going to yeah. pick up right where he left sure. off. But sure. Eric, what are you most excited about right now? I mean, I know it changes for us daily, but what are you feeling right now? Well, uh, as much as uh, we've talked about defense, which uh, the the big excitement obviously is uh, similar, but a new system and a, and a different way. I think we're we're done conceding third and fourth downs. Yeah. Um, I think the design of the defense is going to be very similar, but I think we're going to see heavier heavier line presence and no more giving up anything, which is what drove us uh, batty. But uh, you know, with all the drama and golf, uh, <laughs> I, I am thoroughly uh, looking forward to seeing uh, th- there's nothing prettier for me than Aaron Rodgers playing with a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And that's a boulder. That's yeah. a boulder at this point. I, yeah. I, I'm now thinking meh, 80-20 that he's back. Um, yeah. uh, he doesn't have a lot of leverage. He could just not play and force something, but I think, I think calmer heads will prevail and he's likely to be back now. And when he plays angry, um, you know, yesterday, last year, just the second year in a new system, um, more uh, and different, uh, and I would say better weapons this year, uh, given, given the, uh, given Rogers coming on another year of development with, uh, with Tanyan, uh, getting Josiah Degara, who's who's I think a real key player in, in Mike Lafleur's mind at least, mm-hmm. getting these guys back and then adding as much as Jamal Williams was kind of the heart and soul of the team. Uh, you got Corey Dillon, who's a monster. Um, excuse me, AJ <laughs> Corey Dillon. Yeah, well, he's a running back, or he was. <laughs> um, uh, and and with with Hill, I, I just think we have one of the better uh, uh, running back rooms in the league. Um, so if mm-hmm. something does happen, we've got that as an option. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm just really excited to see how the defense gets put together and plays and, and how Rodgers, uh, when he comes back, uh, runs this team. I, I think we're really in for a wild ride. Could be something awful special. Mm-hmm. Have you guys uh, just uh, – I, I just I'm sick and tired of listening about Aaron Rodgers' uh, rumors. Uh-huh. Yeah, since I, draft night, isn't it? It's been going on since yeah. draft night. Yeah, just an incessant I think, noise. I think I I could deal with it for about two weeks, and like the anxiety and the, and the news kept yeah. me there for two weeks. Yeah, and then after that, I was just like, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. It got to a point where I was like, I'm not bothered either way now. Yeah, I'm yeah. past that again. I do want it to come back. Obviously, I think the most overriding thing for us was because um, <clears throat> I think we kind of view 
scenarios like this in, in UK sports differently to how it's viewed in America. But obviously we see all the American fans on Facebook groups and a lot of the overreaction stuff we've seen, but we never once saw Aaron Rodgers open his mouth. We've never seen him say anything. We've never seen him tweet anything. We've never seen him post anything. So yeah. what we're basically running off is media sensitization. I've no doubt there's something there. Like uh, there's obviously something has happened, um, but to what extent nobody has a clue. So and there's a lot of opinions that should have been kept to themselves, really. Exactly. That's exactly what should have happened. Should have been kept behind closed doors and uh, resolved it like, uh, you know, professionals. Yeah. I, it, it just makes no sense for us to think he's not going to be back this year. And what Eric said, I think it hits a nail on the head, which you come back angry. Everything you're going to do, if you're going to be traded in the offseason or – if we're going to find out in this preseason, hey, man, Jordan Love might not be what we were thinking, and maybe we need to, you know, patch that bridge and talk extension. But at some point, him playing this year does nothing but set him up for what he wants in the future, which is another three years guaranteed blow the yeah. bank up kind of thing, which he will get. No, no question about it. But uh, I think one of the other storylines that I'm so excited about is um, – just the defensive line, we're taking a change on that defensive line. And I cannot help but think that Kiki Kingsley, what we saw from him with TJ Slayton and Kenny Clark, completely changes what, how the rest of the defense reacts to every play. You know, when we were so porous on the run defense, uh, it changed just how you had linebackers playing and yeah. – and, and, you know how much time you had your DBs covering receivers. Uh, that's yeah. why I'm, I'm, I'm fired up about that. What are you guys thinking about our defensive line? I think we watched um, we watched Kenny try and do it all by himself last year, and it was painful to watch. And then, like you say, you've got you've got edge guys trying to come around the corner. They don't know whether they can go or not because they don't know if the D line is going to hold up. We don't know what the middle linebackers are going to do because of the same scenario. Um, if you go back to the year before, you've got Blake Martinez. And he's, he's making tackles, but he's making tackles too late. So I think, yeah, exactly that. Kind of giving Kenny some help. And it is Kiki who had a better year last year. And we're excited just to see how that goes. But it's, it's got to be better than it was last year because it was such a weak point. It was so predictable just to see from, from Raheem Mostert in the in the championship game the year before to Kamara, um, the boy from the Indianapolis, what's his name, Jonathan Taylor, just everybody was running through that D-line. It's painful from to Wisconsin. watch. He's from Wisconsin. He's from Wisconsin. He is. Yes. Uh, uh, so so you know, just yeah, giving Kenny some muscle, just he needs it and he deserves it. And just tagging onto that, you know, the, the, the big wild card to me in all of this is the fifth rounder, Slayton. Um, he, he's a prototypical nose tackle. Kenny Clark isn't. And the more time that we can get Kenny Clark playing three technique, four technique, and, and, and freeing him to use his skill as opposed to being a double team eater, I think that just makes everyone else on the defense from, from the line to the safeties better. Um, if Slayton can can turn out to be something, even if it's 20 snaps a game, 15 snaps a game, mm -hmm. that, that could really make a huge difference. Um, he's I, a big, mean man. I just look at around the NFC North in the running backs we have to go against. Yeah. Now, yeah. Chicago, let's not go crazy about Chicago, Montgomery, but uh, Cone's going to be back this year. And that yep. guy is shifty as hell and keeps the chains moving. And that's why I get excited about the defensive line because Delvin Cook is 
a pain in the ass. We're going to see him Absolutely. two, three times a year. Yeah. And, uh, and we need to stop that kind of momentum. And, and that's just where I hope, you know, our linebackers can <laughs> actually get some angles, get some recklessness, yeah. but get some yeah. angles yeah. And, and fire through on those holes. So I don't know. That's what I'm concerned about. How you guys feel? How you feel about the division? You guys got any kind of concerns about our division right now? Matthew, come on. Um, not major. I think I think uh, the Vikings are still the big threat. Um, I disagree, but I'll let you go. Go on. Yeah, no, that's, fine. that's, that's why we're here. Um, I think the the Bears as well. Um, depending who's under center for them, like what what we. we Justin Fields is a great quarterback. We know that. Um, Andy Dalton, yeah, not so great maybe. But, um, yeah, I think the Vikings are the biggest threat still. Um, yeah, I, I'm i worried about the Vikings. I'm, I'm kind of worried about all three, to be honest with you guys, because... <laughs> there it is. Speak. Yeah. Truth. Yeah, um, Pour it out, man. Yeah. Uh, Lions have a new QB, obviously. Um and we, we don't know what's going to happen there because is he going to rejuvenate the team? Is is it going to be big thing? Obviously, they they just lost their wide receiver. I've forgotten his name. Yep, yep, Galladay. Can I go I'm terrible with names, and this is no, not the right but, time to but, be terrible with names. But they still um, got they got you know they they recouped that with uh, you know Equinamius's brother. Yeah, Quintez Cephas. Yeah, and Quintez Cephas as well. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's kind of how I feel. I, th- I still think we'll win the division mm-hmm. with, with a decent record as well. But um, as far as the Vikings, yeah, Vikings' biggest threat for me, mainly because of what we've seen in the run game, but hopefully alluded back to what you guys just said about the defense. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's not as bad as it has been. <laughs> yeah. I, I, would say, I would say that I think um, the Bears would be the closest challenger. If I was to predict the North now, I'd have the Bears second um, because I think their defense is so good. And I, I don't see Andy Dalton lasting more than three, four games. I think Andy Dalton is solid, but not dynamic. And I think there's going to be massive pressure on Najee and Pace when they've got um, Justin Fields sat there to unleash him. And I'd love to hear, like, because Justin Fields fell down the draft on draft night. And I kind of looked at him and thought, in my brain, I think he's the second best quarterback in the draft and didn't see why he was falling down there. And I'd kind of love to hear where you guys are at with Justin Fields. Mm. Eric, you go ahead. Well, first, let me go to the to the division. Uh, and again, having to unfortunately mention number 12 again, if Aaron Rodgers is under center in a 17 game season, we're going to win the division by four games. Yeah. Um, I, I think we yeah, dominate I the division again with Jordan love. I think it's becomes a lot tighter. Um, Cause we, you know, it's just so much of an unknown. Um, as far as uh, the second question, where, where are you at with F- Justin Fields? And oh, what Justin do you think Fields. he gives to Chicago? <sighs> Boy, you know what? There are so many guys. He's got an, an, an unbelievable athletic skill set that, that few do. There's that. I mean, he's got the mobility. He's got the gun. Whether that translates to the NFL, I don't know. It certainly can. Um, and, he, you know, is he going to be this guy that we chase around for the next 10 years? Or is he going to be somebody that struggles with an NFL system? I don't know. To me, it's way too soon. Uh, to tell, but he's got he's got every physical attribute that you could possibly want in a quarterback. No he doubt about it. I mean, he led the Buckeyes uh, to heights that team probably shouldn't have hit, and it was 
well in part due to his play. He was the best that has come out of that uh, train of QBs over the last six years, not named Joe Burrow. And um, I, you know, I think it's a realistic possibility. I mean, you look at who the Bears are playing this year. They start off with the Rams. They got the Bengals, which is, regardless of how you think of it, it's, that's a questionable, dangerous team, especially if Andy Dalton is is starting at the yeah. Bears. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then you follow that up against the Browns. Now, the Browns are you know an eleven win team this year. I think they're yeah for sure certainly playoff bound. Yeah, for sure. You know, and then you come back to the Lions. Now, if there's a chance you go, you know, one in three in that stretch, I can certainly see. You know, uh, Justin Fields taking over, you know, against the Raiders or, you know, getting some time before that Packer game, you know, because we, we play him on the 17th of October. So the one thing one thing you got to throw into there, too, is that unfortunately, um, hopefully, unfortunately for Justin Fields, he's playing in Chicago, uh, which is where quarterbacks go to die. I, I, I think I might be off, but I might be right on. I think since the uh, since Brett Favre became the starting quarterback in Green Bay, uh, and so it's essentially been, outside of a couple of injuries, the two guys with Rodgers, I think the Bears have had 62 starting quarterbacks since Favre um, uh, <laughs> debuted for us. Quarterbacks die in Chicago. I don't know why. Yeah. I read that recently. There have been only four, only ten Four touchdown pass games from Chicago since Rodgers became QB. So only only ten games if they managed four passing touchdowns in that time, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Well, I, I think again, if if Justin Fields can get tied up with a head coach who has some plays that he's designing for him that can accentuate him, uh, they should be in better shape than they, at least uh, they have think, been yeah. since Cutler. I agree. I agree. I think Justin Fields to me is kind of the antithesis of what Mitch Trubisky is. And I mean, yeah. Chicago looked a decent team on defense, to say the least. Yeah. And um, if they can get that offense pumping, you know, who knows? But that is a very big if. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, I'm uh, I'm excited for the season to start, but uh, more so excited for this preseason to start. What are you guys going to do? What are your plans for the podcast? Do you guys got anything special for? Are you guys just going to well, be reviewing? Are you guys going to be rocking and rolling, talking some smack? First up, oh, go on, man. You first. Now, I want to say the next step, um, and the reason I actually know who you guys are and uh, about your podcast is we're really hoping to get um, the absolute goat of UK Packers fandom on, uh, Peter Jones. Oh, goodness. Um, you No, no uh, problem getting him on. No, uh, yeah, no, I've, I've been, I've already spoken to him. So that, that's, okay. that's the very next step. Our, our next episode will hopefully have Peter in as, as a guest. Awesome. Um, uh, I just wanted to throw that in there because I know you guys know him. And yeah, don't 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 cross. Don't be taking our Packer former pro, former Packer <laughs> profile section now. Don't you dare! You step on my toes, man. I'm gonna get on a ship. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hey, Peter, hey, Peter's no, fan, fantastic. Peter's yeah. fantastic. We love him. Yeah, He's and he can talk football most, all day. Yep. And yeah. You want to talk Green Bay Packers football? Mm-hmm. I've never met anyone. I've never met anyone that's even in this close to being in the same stratosphere as him. Uh, mm-hmm. He's fabulous. He's a, he's yeah. a true historian. He's a, he should be the Green Bay Packer Museum curator. That's he's just fantastic yeah, and a hell sure. of a nice guy on top yeah. of everything. No doubt. Absolutely. So yeah, I just wanted to drop that in because that's the reason. I think that's what's led to us being on this show right now is 
Peter Jones. So yeah, <laughs> yeah that's great. Tip of the hat there. Awesome, awesome. Nick, uh, I'll leave it to um, you. To- Yes, man. So um, our plan is um, preseason games. We've got we know a Jets fan. We're going to have him on before the Jets game. We know a Texans fan. He's quite miserable at the moment. We're going to get him on before that game. <laughs> we know so a Bills fan. Them. We're going to have him on. We're going to have like and every week we play the team because the NFL UK community is so diverse and there are fans oh. of nearly every franchise over here. Really? Um, cool. We're going to get a fan and get them on. And then week 12, um, we're making the pilgrimage over to Lambeau for the Seahawks game. So there'll be some kind of, um, yes, man, I know. There's going to be some <laughs> kind of like video blog going out. We're going to film the whole thing and, and just go nuts. No, oh, that is awesome. It's going to be amazing. Congratulations. Because I've never been before. Dan's been to Lambeau before, but I've never been. So literally buzzing, counting yeah. the days down. Oh, you're going to love it. You know, Eric is sort of the smart guy, and I'm more of the inappropriate color guy. And I always try to say at least one thing that's totally inappropriate. But you mentioned you had a Texans fan who's in the dumps. Tell him if he's really not feeling that well, he should look into getting a massage. <laughs> Literally, yes. do that right after we yes. come up. Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I'm excited um, for you guys. Uh, number one, Dan, I want to thank you, though, number two, because you're one of the kindest people on Twitter. Oh, Just, you know, thank you so much. Appreciate you guys liking, sharing the, the podcast. And listen, you guys are fam now. So uh, you guys are Absolutely. In, you guys are in the sphere. So I can't wait to touch base with you guys during the season. I yes, mean, we're, we can commiserate over some terrible losses, and yeah, we, let's do that. Listen, we can get drunk over some fantastic. Hey, wins. Wait, I mean, we can wait a minute. This. Wait a minute. We're not going to ever see him again if it has to be after a loss, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, that Touch game against word. the Seahawks, uh, Eric. Boy, oh boy, there's a there, there's a lot of people that you know. We were looking for the Cleveland game this year, and. Sure enough, schedulers. God bless you. Throw it on Christmas Day, but uh, that could be a game that we uh, take the pilgrimage back to. I'm down. Anyway, food <laughs> for thought, guys. Love to meet you food in person, thought. and uh, appreciate Absolutely. the hell out of you guys coming on today and taking the time and uh, just starting the uh, love affair, man. Big fans of you guys so far. Let them know where they can reach you, Dan. For sure. Um, Twitter at Unpacked GB um, and Facebook. Unpacked a Green Bay Packers podcast. Hit us up. Get Spotify. to know. Yeah, Spotify, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that. Everywhere yeah. we get a podcast. Um, hit us up. Get to know. Big love to the Acme Army. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks on. for having us on, boys. Thank hey, you. Hey, appreciate it. Hey, Nick, uh, you got any plugs you got? No, Dan does, Dan does the tech, like you guys. Dan right. does the tech. He does the editing. I just turn up and talk. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, hey. <laughs> Gentlemen, I uh, I appreciate the hell out of you. This was a lot of fun, and when more news comes in, we are going to get rocking. I can't wait to be done talking about Aaron Rodgers and talk about what's really happening on in Green Bay Packer football. But uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Eric. Man, I miss your face. I just uh, I just miss you. But, You're going to uh, be on a beach with me in a couple weeks, bro. I, I can't wait. We're going to do some live podcasts from the shores of Lake Superior, and uh, it's going to be a blast. But with that, buddy, take us out. Well, first, let me say to the gentleman, uh, thanks very much. Uh, lovely making your acquaintance. Look forward to uh, getting together again soon. Um, the the preseason is just around the corner. Training camps a couple of weeks. It's starting to, you know, get a little spring in the step and looking forward to it. But anyways, uh, welcome. You're always welcome with us. And we'll we'll get together again soon. Uh, best luck to your endeavor. Uh, that's uh, yeah. it's it's a, it's a lot so of fun. Much. 
it's yeah. a lot of fun. Sure and uh, and with that, uh, go pack, go, and let's go get it. Let's go get it. And that's a wrap with the Unpacked Boys. Good times, man. Go, go check them out. Don't even hesitate. And make sure you go out to iTunes. Keep that Acme Army podcast, a five-star rating. I'll tell you what. If you put a five-star rating and leave us a review on iTunes, I will send you an original Randy Moss Blaze Orange Property of Hennepin County Jail Shirt Printed back in the 90s, sold in the parking lot of Lambeau Field during a Vikings Monday night game. Five-star rating and a review. Send me a screenshot on Twitter, at Acme underscore Army. And make sure you go follow Peter Prince and Moon Moon Lover at PeterPrinceMusic.com. And hey, you can find them on Amazon, iTunes, anywhere you find the music. Spotify, you streaming it? Punch in Moon Boot Lover. Get that boogie on any day you want. Weekday, weeknight, weekend. Made for every occasion. All right, guys. Till next show. Be good to one another.